Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the intellectual podcast. I'm your host, David S. Dawson, and this is our second round of interviews for the release of Kung Fu Ghost, a film which I had the pleasure of starring in as, well, the Kung Fu Ghost grandpa. And, uh, Joining me for this episode, which we had originally hoped was going to be like a group of guys, but, uh, you know, stuff happens. Joining me today is the incomparable Eddie Lane. Hey, apparently I had nothing at all to do today, so here I am. I'm all yours. (laughs) (laughs) Last man standing. You always have stuff going on, though. Like, what's up with that? It's a holiday weekend. How, How do you have nothing to do? Well, if you could see beyond the little lens here, there's a lot of boxes that need to be unpacked. So my Labor Day weekend is going to be done laboring, setting up the new house. Lucky me, I could, as as you know, because we did a little pre-check on the uh, whole tech of this, I can't even find my speaker to attach to this thing. So it was, it was tough. <laughs> Finally, I found my, after no several, several weeks, I was looking for my toothbrush. <laughs> That's not a good place to be in. <laughs> no, I lost a lot of friends. <laughs> well, that, that was less of an issue a year ago when we were all wearing masks, though, right? Exactly. So it's like, what's well, you only had to suffer your own bad breath for <laughs> years, you know? It was kind of a weird godsend. Nobody really thought about that. No, my cat was very excited. <laughs> you know, they like that fish sound, smell. <laughs> Sound? I guess they like the sounds as well. <laughs> exactly. There's not enough coffee in the world. I'm still working on it. So, <laughs> excuse me if I bungle around, which was my role in the in the whole movie. It was a bungling. Burglar. I was just gonna say. So you you want to let everybody in a little bit on uh, what role you played in Kung Fu Ghost? Well, sure. Do they want to know? Do they get to respond back? Is there anybody I, there? Do you we're care? We're, we're pre-recording this podcast. We could oh, have there's no... Okay. All right. Well, then... We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> well, let's go live. It's only us. No one else is watching. <laughs> All I can say is good thing I put on clean underwear. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God for I'm everybody. I was very worried about that. <laughs> um, so, about the movie. Oh, less about my underwear, more about the movie. Great. Okay. Uh, the movie... So myself and other actor Mark Atkinson, we played the bungling burglars. Who, who is a longtime co-host of this podcast, by the way. Yes, that's right. Actually, Dave, thanks again for having me on your show. I was on here long ago before they long invented time. video. Yeah. <laughs> it's like six years ago. <laughs> At least six years ago. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. The hair's grown a little longer here. <laughs> Mine's gotten a little shorter, so you know. hey, it all and works out. Accurate. <laughs> As you had pointed out, you're quite the reversal of your role on Kung Fu Ghost. It's oh, yeah. uh, it's like the uh, the black and white yin and yang. Yeah, the, the I, actually, uh, I like I can, it. I can I can pull up I can pull up the image from the poster. Here we go. Look at this. <laughs> there I am. Yep, that's him. You never know it. You never know it. Complete opposite hairdo. Yep. Complete opposite. You know, it's interesting how the the shape of your head now 
I mean, you, you look like you're more on point. <laughs> you know, my grandmother used to say, you know, there's, there's uh, different kinds of bald men. There's uh, the ones that are good thinkers. And then there's ones that are bald back here and they're good lovers. And then the ones that are bald all over just think they're good lovers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grandpa. Grandpa, think good lover. <laughs> <laughs> so take whichever one you want. <laughs> you so anyway, back to your character. <laughs> you know the movable feast going on up there. <laughs> okay, my character. on you, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where were we? <laughs> we're breaking into a house. You and Mark Atkinson. Like oh, that bungling guy. Bungling burglars, right? Yes, we were bungling burgers. Burgers. Yeah, I guess I'm hungry too. Isn't it lunchtime? Bungling burglars. Yes, thank you. Um, so he and I break into the house, the creepy, scary mansion, uh, with a lot of apprehension because we don't know what's behind every corner and cobweb. Mm -hmm. And uh, but we are on a quest. We are sent on a quest. Wait, am I giving away spoilers? Should I? How much should I say? It's been out for a month now, so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, then. Please watch Cowboy Ghost, available on all video-on-demand channels in the U.S. and Canada, and uh, pirate availability worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Those pirates are great marketeers. we got to hire them next time. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I love hearing myself in Russian. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was a real treat. <laughs> yeah. My, my ex-wife, she's from Moscow. She speaks Russian. I sent it over to her. She had a great laugh. <laughs> I should send it over to my buddy uh, Jesse. His his wife is Russian too. Like she probably oh. get a kick out of that. Yeah, they'll probably maybe her family's already watched it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting if they directly translated us accurately, or if we're actually saying something like, "I used to work in a uh, in a Mexican restaurant as a busboy, and every time I'd go back into the back where the dishwashers were, they would teach me new Spanish." And they would tell me it meant one thing when it actually meant something else. And they were supposed to be great pickup lines for the ladies. Right. I got slapped a few times. <laughs> I bet. Hey, Eddie, <laughs> guess what? What? You're not alone. What? Hey, Larry oh Johnson, all the way hey, from Kentucky. Wow. How are I you like guys it. doing today? And he's wearing, he's wearing a propeller hat. I love it. You're like uh, Beanie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Doing all right. You got your tech issues sorted out and showed up. Look at you. Yeah, I ha I was having technical difficulties. I could. I'm sorry that I took a few minutes getting on, but I well, finally. It's okay. Got the you live in the middle out. of nowhere in Kentucky, so it's to be expected. <laughs> yeah, we had. I had a little internet trouble here today, but I got. I got it straight. <laughs> it just just requires more coffee. Well, yeah. Eddie was just telling everybody about being a bungling burglar. See, I can say that anytime I want, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know why you have such a hard time with it. <laughs> because I'm Larry, hungry. Bungling burger. <laughs> Larry, however, you were not one of our actors, but you were uh, yeah, actively working on our set it, every single day. You want to tell it, everybody what you were doing? It, it, oh, oh, oh. He's still having issues. He froze. Uh -oh. He froze. It's freezing in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> try a different room in your house, Larry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> oh, there you go. 
There he is. Let's try this one. Oh yeah, you're super clear now. Yeah, I. <laughs> nice. I was a production assistant on the on the movie Kung Fu Ghost, and uh, did a lot of different things. Uh, got to work some sound and work with the camera man, uh, putting up track and different things like that, and do a lot of lighting, and got a little food and just just all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now you came all the way to San Diego from Kentucky to work on the film. Tell us, tell us how that came about. Yeah, I, I just uh, became friends with Jennifer uh, Lynch over the years on Facebook, and I saw where she was going to be doing a movie, and I always wanted to be in uh, the film industry since I was young uh, and uh, do some stuff in some movies or something. So. I contacted her and asked her if she would let me um, come and work on the film. And she said, yeah, that's no, no problem. So I decided to come down and take a vacation. And uh, so I came to San Diego and stayed 18 days and worked on the entire film. That's just oh. such a delightful, like, who does that? <laughs> that's not a vacation. That's work. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was a lot of work. I mean, you know. It, it, yeah, you're right. It kind of like wasn't a vacation in a way, but you know, it was a lot of fun, though. I mean, I've got, I've got enjoyed it and had a lot of fun out of it since we worked on the film up to now. You know, doing yeah, all the other stuff. So since the film's uh, release, you've taken an active role in promoting the movie too. Um, got us a lot of coverage in like places I don't know that we would have gotten coverage otherwise, like Kentucky and pretty much all over the Midwest, right? Uh, yeah, it, it, about, uh, uh, your whole journey as a marketing genius for Kung Fu Ghost. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it kind of turned out being a journey, that's for sure. Well, we were trying to set up all, uh, a, a few movie premieres in Kentucky, and it ended up just uh, boiling down to one place we showed the film at the lights of liberty theater uh, for two days in liberty kentucky and uh i, I was doing uh, some pr for it on the radio on uh, a couple stations and then also did some uh, newspaper interviews to get pr and i went on wkyt which is one of our best news stations in kentucky on martina's barksdale's show and Jeff Caldwell was also uh, a host on there. And so when I went on there, um, they streamed that. It kind of went viral, and they streamed it in about 50 or more television stations all over the United States. So I kind of had a ball going through there looking at all the, uh, the call letters of all these stations in all these different states. So that gave Kung Fu Ghost quite a bit of uh, – advertisement there that we weren't expecting <laughs> well they say it's important to just show up right like showing up that's when things happen right so you you managed to show up in the right place at the right time and then we all got to benefit from you know really your 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 luck of the draw oh yeah yeah it, it was a, a lucky thing to be able to come out there because i didn't even think Jennifer might even let me come work on the set because I didn't know her personally. I mean, just through Facebook. But then when I met, I met all you all down there, and all of you guys were so nice and everything. I mean, every everybody that I worked with on that set, I'll talk to once in a while, maybe a, you know, send a message or something here and there. But you know, they they're all really good people. I mean, you know, just just tremendously 
nice people, you know. <laughs> well, it was uh, certainly a, a joy to have you on our set, Larry. You, you know, Eddie, no matter what was going on, no matter how long the day, no matter how tough the shoot, you could always count on showing up and seeing Larry smiling in a corner somewhere, you know, <laughs> yeah. asking if there was something else he could be doing. <laughs> he didn't know what yeah. This is his first time on set. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> he yeah, thought he came you... out for a vacation and he was working his butt off. That's, that's the beauty of Hollywood. They don't see how much work goes into something like this. They think it's all fun. <laughs> and it no, is. no, that wasn't that wasn't fun. The work part wasn't fun at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, Eddie, um, your character is very small in the film, but you and Mark brought a huge amount of energy to your scenes. What was it like working on that scene with Mark? Because Mark, Mark is a force to be reckoned with uh, as far as comedy goes. Um, I, you know, I how was it working with him? I definitely enjoy working with that force. Uh, Mark and I have done a few things, mostly hanging out in Tijuana bars, but uh, the the fun that we have and the kibitzing that we have back and forth, he's got a great sense of humor and he's uh, fast with the wit and uh, give me a couple of shots of tequila and I can come down to his level. I mean, uh, wait. Up yeah, to. exactly. Up. Parallel to. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things. You see? Wait, hold on. More coffee. <laughs> But uh, no, Mark is a, a great guy, good friend, and um, it was, I, I guess, serendipitous that we got to work together, and that was the first time, actually, we've worked together on something, and oh, it was wow. a lot of fun, and uh, we did a little rehearsal at the uh, Old Town Cemetery. Um, I don't know why we chose the cemetery, but... Uh, <laughs> I think Jennifer's chose the cemetery. Anyhow, I guess you're trying yeah, to get us to thing, yeah. see a ghost or something. Um, so we did a little rehearsal there and uh, made a few choices of what we're going to do or how we're going to do it and how we're going to uh, block the shots and um, and our body actions and movements and and uh, translated into the house instead of the uh, the cemetery as our quest for the artifact that we're looking for in the china cabinet which is where i keep all my valuable all your mystical artifacts yeah. it, yes yes in the china cabinet um so that was great and then interacting with uh, jennifer who as characters we were not expecting her to be there and then so we were kind of scared in the first place that there was somebody there uh flying through the room with a frying pan trying to hit us but with very bad aim and uh, then what do we do with her afterwards? She knocks herself out. What do we do with her afterwards? Yeah, the whole movie takes a turn with that scene when she comes running with the frying pan. It goes, it goes from being uh, what potentially could be a horror film <laughs> and takes a 180-degree turn to kind of like broad comedy, which yes. I think really kind of sticks around as kind of the norm for the rest of the picture. Yeah, and it, it definitely was an exhibit of her skill or their lack thereof until she is embodied by you. Wait, embodied. What is the term when possessed? possessed. That was it. You were yeah. possessed. <laughs> know, you did it in a nice way. When you, when you think of possessed, you think of uh, like the exorcist or something, but you, right. did, you did it in a good way, a helpful way. Right. You're a good possessor. There we go. <laughs> possessed by the best. <laughs> yeah, that's what they put on the poster. I was like, oh, I kind of like that tag. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, marketing department. 
<laughs> yeah, good job. Larry, what was it like for you coming from Kentucky and working with a bunch of crazed uh, actors, you know, doing weird things in a in an old house in the middle of what is essentially San Diego's boonies, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I loved it. It was a lot of fun for me. It's when I first got there, of course, you know, I had to sort of get to know everybody, but but it didn't take long, you know, for everybody to accept me on the set and everything. So, I, I mean, it was just a lot of fun for me. It's a, it's just something I always wanted to do was work in a whole in a whole movie all the way through, you know. And I never did get to do that, yeah. so it it was really exciting. That's great. I, I remember sitting in the makeup chair one of the first few days and looking over and Larry's on one side of the set and he's just like <laughs> casting glances my way like oh, well well Francie is doing liver spots and stuff on my on my skull you know <laughs> yeah and and I'll tell you what when you when they made you up like that and you became grandpa I didn't really see you much before that so I saw you most of the whole time down there as grandpa and then I couldn't hardly when you took the makeup off and it was all over with I couldn't hardly, you know, accept you as the normal David. <laughs> you know, I was, I was still like seeing you as Grandpa. You know what? I mean? Well, if you recall, the last day of the shoot, I didn't have any scenes, but I came down because I had taken, I had, I'd shaved the whole top of my head for the shoot, but then I took all the stuff on the side off. I went all the way down to the skin, hundred percent. Right, but I still had the giant goatee. So, like I had cut it down to just like this crazy, super thick handlebar mustache. Remember that, Larry? And I yeah, around, yeah. I like, yeah. I was like, "Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's going on?" You you, you looked one hundred percent real. You know, I mean, it didn't look like you were in makeup on the set. I, if you were walking around outside, you could have worked for the. CIA or something and, and fooled them, I think. You know, that's what what be what they do anyway. Oh, it's so funny because I totally tapped into my, you know, Indiana Midwest uh, roots, you know, from the white side of my family. And I was like, oh, so I'm like, how's things going down out there in Kentucky? It's all good in Kentucky, right? You doing good? Yeah, you ready to go back? <laughs> yeah, you kept making fun of my my Kentucky <laughs> my accent or whatever. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, Larry, uh, your accent is a total throwback to my childhood because my my uncle bill my dad's cousin bill who was like the fifth beetle in the family my dad was one of four brothers and bill and bill grew up in indiana with the rest of them same upbringing did not have an accent but in his early 20s while my dad was serving in vietnam bill was uh selling insurance down in kentucky and he was having a hard go of it when he first started down there. And over the course of like five or six years, he went from talking like this, like, like, you know, non-specific, non-regional. And over time, his voice just kind of started to shift. And by the time I got to know him when I was, you know, nine, 10 years old, he talked like this everywhere he went. This is just the way he talks now. This, this is it. This is his accent. He talks like a Kentuckian, even though he still lives in Indiana. He's a politician in New Palestine. You know, and uh, he's very proud in a, a right wing GOP and, uh, you know, and uh, but this is the way he talks. Nobody else in the family talks like this. Only Bill. Yeah. And, and I, I was born in Ohio. 
So I lived there like five or six years and my family was from Kentucky and they went up, dad went up there to work. So I, I was up there for about six years. So I guess I picked up a lot of the, that, and then it mixed with the Kentucky. So that's, that's maybe not, you know, why I don't sound so, uh, so Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, well, Bill, Bill definitely, Bill definitely adopted the uh, the accent because uh, I think the Kentucky people he was trying to sell insurance to didn't trust him until he sounded like one of them, or they couldn't understand him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've had that happen before. I've had some people come from Ohio down here and into and meet people deep in the mountains, like, and they couldn't even understand them. I would like have to relay, you know, what they were saying to them because it was that bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first few days you spoke with me, Larry, I only spoke as grandpa. Like, I didn't leave the accent. Yeah, you you kept your accent going. I, I guess so. You would so you would always remain in practice. Yeah. Which was a good idea, but yeah, that's what we heard the whole time down there. Yeah, it's, it's actually tough because uh, when we got to ADR, you know, because there were some sound issues in post, you know, I kept asking Jennifer, I'm like, do you need me to do ADR? You know, like, she's like, eh, you don't quite have the accent right anymore. <laughs> I go, I don't. She's like, no, no, but. But if you watch the movie, the bit uh, where I turn into an animated chicken, which is yeah, kind of awesome, I just got to say. It's really random. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> it. suddenly turn into a rooster, animated rooster, <laughs> screaming out Daisy's name. That was ADR. <laughs> so that's, that's my not quite right grandpa accent. <laughs> no, I, 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 I have watched the film 10 times. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> Larry's out there overinflating our streaming numbers. <laughs> That's why we have so many viewers. Where you go, Larry? I, I, I only get a few today. <laughs> Matter of fact, just on that note, Jennifer just told me that uh, um, the distributor, Vision Films, yeah, uh, that Kung Fu Ghost has the most views of any of the film's uh, trailers that they have represented. And the other one that had similar amount of views, it took a year to get to the same point where we are now and we've only released about a month. Wow. That, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think we're going to attribute it to her cat one and your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> First time anybody's uh, pleasantly referenced my chicken. <laughs> I, I, they I, like the chicken. Have <laughs> I have to say, but I'm not going to, you might have kids listening. <laughs> Hey, I know in Kentucky they love the whole cast, but they really loved Grandpa there. You know, I, I don't know what it was, but one of them, one of the guys looked like Grandpa that was that came to the theater, so he he was doing his Grandpa interpretation. Yeah, you sent you sent me some videos of him out outside taking poses. And, you know. yeah. Nice. You're, so you're already like a kung fu character on uh, Hollywood Boulevard in front of the, the Chinese theater. Right. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to make a, a I boxer. I just throw in the gi and go walk around downtown Hollywood. Yeah. Like I've, I've, been, I've been in Hollywood before where the stars are. Oh, my gosh. Larry's gone into slow-mo. <laughs> Sidewalk right there. So I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> oh, now it's comeback. There we are. <laughs> Larry's making the comeback. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, so on, I'm Eddie, on an iPhone today instead of. 
yeah no worries larry i know i know you're out in the middle of nowhere we, we you know we've all zoomed, we've all zoomed with folks out in the middle of nowhere by this point we know we know the routine larry just feed the squirrel a little bit more <laughs> yeah yeah get the squirrel pumping a little faster you need more juice <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize well, Eddie, Eddie was so funny until i started you know but he, but he is he can be a comedian so Eddie, you you you've been on my podcast before. We we've worked on a number of things over the years. Um, when you showed up on the set of Kung Fu Ghost, I was already like fully into the grandpa character and stuff. What was your first impression of seeing me that way? My God, David! I knew it's been a long time, but really, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen you so gray and old looking, but. Hey, you were in great shape, and you could do those moves. <laughs> Little did I know you were in character for the role. Oh uh, gosh, yeah, Francia Cohen did such a great job with my makeup. I, she I, did. I was, it was such awesome. a blessing to get her involved and on board. I need her to work on me, like, <laughs> like, like every day. <laughs> yes. Help! Help! It's too close. <laughs> So, Larry, what have you got going on? Are you going to be working on any more movies? Are you coming back out, uh, you know, to to make your Hollywood dreams go? Or are you still creeping in caves? <laughs> he learned his well, lesson. Well, I, I, I mean, I, every now and then I'll, I'll go in a cave when I get a ch chance for fun and everything. But, yeah, I, I've been invited back out to work on some more films. So I'm hoping to get to work with you all again. We love free labor. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to be free this next time. Oh, there it is. We're, we're one free. Where's the delete button? <laughs> you taste and then you got to pay. Uh, Larry, just so that we I, yeah, the, I, uh, I enjoyed it though. You know, it's it, it's worth it. I mean, you know, it's fun to do that to be able to yeah to get to do that. I, I want to make sure we give some context to the people who don't know you, Larry. <laughs> When I talk about you <laughs> creeping in caves, you're you're known uh, fairly famously as the Kentucky Cave Creeper. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, all my life I've been interested in archaeology, and I got about two years of college done. And if I could finish the other two, I might get my degree in archaeology. But now I still like to work in films too, or use it, you know, for a docu like as part of my experience. But yeah, we made we made discoveries. Uh, we we used to go out look for Indian artifacts with permission from people and go in caves and find fossils. And we found a 500 year old prehistoric man once when I was young. We stumbled upon it, so I had to take it to the archaeologist in the coroner, and you know to to get it examined because it was a body. And so we we've had a lot of fun things, you know, go on. We found petroglyphs and just a lot of discoveries. Wow. I feel like I've got to grab something. I'm inspired. One, 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 one second. Uh, uh, Y'all talk amongst yourselves. Talk to, it's like Sally Jesse Raphael. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> you know, when I first heard you referred to as the Kentucky Crave. Crave. <laughs> I am hungry. Hey. I'm craving. I want burgers. <laughs> When I first uh, heard about you being referred to as the Kentucky Cave Creeper, I thought this was some murder mystery we were uh, going to be solving. <laughs> I think you'd make a great show just by itself, <laughs> the Kentucky Cave Creeper. Yeah, I, I, 
I wanted to have my own show. That, like I, I, I worked with Animal Planet. I had to pull my Andy hat out. With the Turtle Man show. I don't know if you ever heard of the Turtle Man of Kentucky. The call of the, it's called Call of the Wild Man. But I'm, I worked not, a little bit uh, there. I'm not really up on my Kentucky uh, celebrities, Larry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they, they gave me the name, you know, Kentucky Caver. So I changed it to the Cave Creeper. And that might sound a little bit scary you know to the to, so I, i'm not sure i've been called the cave creep once by one person but that's only, only one time <laughs> oh larry you're a delight man i'm so i'm so glad that we got to meet on this film and that you you made that that, that leap to come out here and work on it because uh you were you were a really fun addition to the to the crew and and i think we were all uh we were all very uh blessed to have you around so yeah, I, I was blessed to be with you all too, and, and you know me. I, I mean, Eddie was there, and you were there, so yeah, had a great time. Eddie, what yes. have you got going on these days? I mean, obviously you're in the middle of a move, but uh, you know, you got any other projects and stuff that you're working on? Uh, yeah, actually got a couple of things in development, but the yeah, this this move has been overwhelming. It was not exactly a planned for or strategized move where I was renting a nice house before the gentleman decided during the height of the market he wanted to sell the house. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I better move. And I don't know if you've ever been to my place, but basically it's a studio prop house. <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff plus a lot of storage lockers in excess of all the stuff that was in the house. So I had a lot to pack up and move. And find a house. I ended up buying a house, uh, but I, it, it's actually working out great. I've got three and a half acres. I'm building a big uh, barn movie production studio out in the back lot. And for those of you that know that I have a vehicle called the beast, so it's got a great home now. It's an eight wheel drive military vehicle from the Vietnam war it used to transport around uh, nuclear missiles from the Pershing nuclear missile era. <laughs> it's kind of a, uh, Nice novelty piece, but it requires a lot of space. And um, he wanted yeah. it not parked in the driveway anymore so he could show off his house to sell it. So, <laughs> anyhow, it's playing awesome. out here. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. We'll have to go out in that thing. Yeah, he's like, bring it out to Kentucky. Can, we got places. Can, can, can I ride on yeah. that if I come back out there? Yeah, <laughs> we'll go for a ride. We'll, we can scare small children in it very easily. I've taken it out. I have taken it out for Halloween, and we drive it around the, the streets and find neighborhoods where the kids are running around in costume. We pull up. We honk the giant uh, diesel horn. They all come running, and we, we throw candy out to them, which uh, was a lot of fun, except that uh, we realized then, huh, <clears throat> we're kind of throwing candy in the gutter, and the kids are picking up the candy in the gutter. <laughs> so... <clears throat> The following year, we, we repackaged it. We hand them bags. <laughs> into little bags. <laughs> Parents are much happier. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. A lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds so, like a lot of fun for the yeah, kids. It's, it is. Uh, so hopefully this, I don't know if it's going to happen this year because Halloween's right around the collar. collar. Boy, I this coffee is not setting in. <laughs> I should have hit the strong button on the, on the brew. Uh, Halloween is right around the corner, <laughs> around the collar. Um, 
And it might be a little too soon to be on the road for Halloween since everything is in boxes. As I told you before, Dave, I couldn't even find the speaker to go with this uh, setup today. So <laughs> I had to do a makeshift last minute, <laughs> but it's all working out. There you go. Anyhow, um, so obviously we wrapped up Kung Fu Ghost, and I'm helping uh, Jennifer with some of the uh, attempted marketing and screening. We've had a couple of opportunities that have yet to reveal themselves, but I'm working on that. Uh, with the new house out here in Valley Center, which is a lot like Kentucky in many ways, <laughs> a lot of space. I'm actually <laughs> developing a, a, a show kind of based upon the, the country folk. So I might need a technical advisor there from Kentucky to get this all worked out. You want to help there, Larry? Yeah, he might use one. <laughs> I, I just might. I just might. And I, I got a few characters <laughs> that uh, that I have in development, of which uh, I'm going to be playing several myself, uh, but definitely need other people come on set and help us out. There you go. There you go, Larry. You're getting an invite. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take it. I, let's do it. Cool. It'd be fun. Just tell me when. Hey, you know, Eddie, I, I work out in Valley Center now. So, uh, you we do? For lunch, yeah. Oh. There, yeah, we're at Indian Health Council down by Harris. So. Oh, okay. I was going to say, there's like farm picking out here and, you know, weed pulling. What What do you do out here, boy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm media coordinator for the health clinic. So, oh, that's nice. I know, they I work know. pretty hard in Kentucky sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, I maybe as hard as on the set or worse, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Larry, before, before I wrap this all up, I have to ask, <laughs> is, is that an alligator head on your bookshelf back there? Yeah, let me show it to you. Oh, wow. Can you see it? Can you see it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah That that's an alligator head and some Indian artifacts. Uh, and, a, and a, like a Mayan idol there, you know, <laughs> maybe a thousand years old that that idol is. Wow. Or, or more, wow. you know. Yeah. That's so great. Do you, uh, do you wrestle that gator yourself? Yeah, that, that alligator, <laughs> he was uh, lived in the 1800s and it was killed and it's got a number. So it's, uh, I just got it one time. So I got a real good deal, but it was like over a hundred years old when, wow. it was, when it died. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you a photo, Larry. Ten, like, ten and something and I'm working long. on here. I need that alligator. <laughs> I don't know if we, did I step on you? <laughs> yeah, you can use the <laughs> you're alligator. You're kind of breaking up. I can't tell what you're talking about. <laughs> there you go, Eddie. You got, a, you got an offer to use it as a prop if you want. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you That's, can use uh, it as a prop. with a good time. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Uncle Ned has a, a dog, and that's that's the dog. <laughs> the alligator. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, thank you so much for chatting about Kung Fu Ghost and just kind of like all of our goofy, weird things that we like in general. Um, <laughs> Thanks for having you know, us, dude. Eddie, it's nice to have you on the show after, you know, a six-year hiatus. Uh, <laughs> well, good to have you back. Larry? Nice to have you back. You were on with us a little bit when we shot Kung Fu Ghost, right? Like, uh, yeah, I did. I did. One down for the one podcast we did then. Yeah, so good San to have Diego. you back as well. Um, for all of you who've made it to the end of this podcast, thank you. Uh, please make sure that you like and subscribe and follow the podcast on your podcast app, whatever it is you're using, whether that's Spotify or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or Google Play, like 
you know, wherever podcasts are, the podcast is there. It's at The Intellectual on most social medias. I am at David S. Dawson on most of the social medias, unless you're on Facebook. And then I am at The Real David S. Dawson. Um, Eddie, where can people find you on socials? Uh, Eddie Lane, E-D-D-I-E-L-A-I-N. Just Google me. There's several there links. Yes. Larry, what about you? Anything for Kentucky Cave Creeper? You got any social medias out there? Yeah, I got, I'm on Facebook and I'm on YouTube. I got my Kentucky Cave Creeper channel on YouTube. And I, if you want to Google Kentucky Cave Creeper, you'll, you'll be able to see me. You know, it'll pop up. Well, there you go. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much. And again, to all of our, uh, our viewers and our listeners, thank you so much. We, uh, we do the show just to, to share with you. So I'm glad you're here. And, thank you, uh, Dave. Thank you, Eddie. Larry, Eddie, I'm David S. Dawson. This has been the Intellectual Podcast. Take care, everybody. See you later. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears.